TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to another edition of 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging. Well, my name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the fabulous co-founder of the Wellness Couch and the Wellness Guys. He is a living legend. He is Dr. Damien Christoph. Hi, Damo. Hello, Marcus. I was thinking of all these weird and wonderful introductions for you today, but I haven't used living legend in a while, and you don't really like it, so I use it because it pushes your <laughs> buttons, because you are living and you are a legend all at the same time at the young age of 41, Damien. Thank you, Marcus. It's, it's good that you push my buttons. Yeah, absolutely, because you've Be- been having a bit of trouble pushing buttons this morning, haven't you? I have. I have. It's good that someone can push my buttons for me. <laughs> <laughs> but fortunately, I learned to fly out of the sky, or actually fall out of the sky butt naked, so that it didn't stress me out too much, because I realized that it didn't really matter that much. That's right, and I know where you're going with this, because on the weekend, we had a fabulous wellness breakthrough with 44 special uh, human beings and a number of wonderful speakers, and one of those was the beautiful Up For A Chat co-host and host of the new Wellness Couch podcast, Karen's Couch, and it's a very warm 100 Not Out welcome to you, darling Karen Smith. Welcome to 100 Not Out. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be a part of today's show. I feel very blessed, actually, because it's all about living well and not aging. So I'm, I'm, I'm up for that. Bring it on. <laughs> well, <laughs> and if, you were. And if, I look, and, and if I could look like Damo, you know what? I would give my left arm. Really? Yeah. Wow. He's a good-looking wow. rooster, isn't he? Oh, he's such a rooster. He's oh, such a spunky rooster. So I think in oh, your next in your next intro, it's got to be living legend and good-looking rooster. Good-looking rooster. <laughs> I'm like, I, I haven't used good-looking rooster before. <laughs> All right. Well, next the next That's episode nice. is episode Thank 99. You. So we might go episode 99 with good-looking rooster. Yeah, I'll, I'll perch myself on the, on the roof and, <laughs> and crow or cock away, whatever I've got to do. But you've got to do it butt naked. You've got to do it butt naked. Well, Karen, this wow. is the thing. There's Watch so out. much to talk about with you and the good-looking rooster because there was so much uh, that happened on the weekend. We want to talk about Karen's couch because that is taking the world by storm. But let's have a brief review of the weekend. It was one of the uh, one of the more unforgettable weekends of all of our lives. For All the speakers had their own breakthrough and everyone that was there had a phenomenal time. Karen, I just thought I might ask you first, what did you go into the weekend um, expecting from the breakthrough? Well, it was quite interesting because I knew that it was going to be a breakthrough weekend for me on a lot of different levels. I could just feel it in my water. And what I, <laughs> what I decided to do was I decided to go for my own personal breakthrough on it. But what I got was something so much bigger as well as. So initially I set out and I thought, okay, so I have tried – with the diet to try and purify my body and really get my body into a really good shape with exercise and all that and really only focused on the body because, you know, it's a big job and it's getting everything right takes a lot of focus and a lot of attention all day, all the time. Yeah. And that worked, but when I do that, I find I can do that for three or four months, but then I find that I'm really missing out psychologically and spiritually and mentally because I am such a – 
um, somebody said I come from another planet and I think that they're right, <laughs> but I, I need, I need that feed. I need to feed myself intellectually and mentally and spiritually. So then I've gone for in the past, just going for full on immersion into um, transformation and transcendence mentally and psychology, psychologically. And that's been awesome. But then when I'm focusing on that, then I'm not focusing on the body. And it's always been one or the other that I've found myself choosing between. And it only became conscious to me just before the breakthrough. And I went, oh, my God, what a peanut. I've never thought of putting the two together and going for a breakthrough, meaning going beyond what I already know on both levels. So yeah. I started a cleanse on the day of the breakthrough and I also started a, um, a journey of, of, I guess, going beyond what I already know psychologically and mentally and spiritually and from an awareness point of view. So it was profound for me on so many levels. Um, and what I've come out the other side of, I'm still doing the cleanse and I'm absolutely smashing it because it's so in line with what's going on mentally, which I'm absolutely smashing at the moment. Like <laughs> it's wild. I've never felt so on fire, honestly. Wow. And you were a speaker uh, on the weekend and you sound like you're a participant. Oh, I was. I was a participant. I was it's a participant with all of the speakers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. All right. So then I suppose if I ask you to put your speaker's hat on, yes. what do you feel you – um, I suppose got out of the weekend because you 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 shed some serious tears on Sunday, and I was amazed. Not amazed. I was touched. Uh, like I was almost moved to tears. I probably was. I choked up. I choked up. I told Sarah when I came home. I choked up more on the weekend than I have in the last two or three years. Um, you know, hearing just with all of the experiences that were going on. But you said to someone, I forget who it was, but you said to someone they'd come to you with a, you know, with an issue, with a challenge, with something that they'd been wanting to work through, and you'd help them work through it. And you, you were crying, and you said, "You make my life worth living." Aww. You know, the problems, the challenges that people were coming to you with was so fulfilling for you that that was bringing you to tears. And, you know, even just the thought of that brings me to tears. Mm. Um, you know, when you go through experiences like I've been through, and I will collect myself in a moment, um, <laughs> <laughs> when you go through experiences like I've been through, you know, losing my partner to suicide and going through the Bali bombing, you come out the other side with a very transformed way of seeing life. And I think a lot of people, um, you know, they don't need to get blown up to get that new way of seeing things. And it's certainly my hope for them. So I guess part of what really lights me up and, and, and makes my life worth living is to be able to see that people can get that same transformation without having a bomb under their butt. And when I see that that becomes possible for people, it, it really, it does. It weakens me at the knees because, um, it, it makes everything so worthwhile and it makes everything so purposeful. It's, it's a real, it's a blessing. And, you know, that particular person that you're talking about, she'd been in a whirlwind of pain and suffering for the last four and a half years. And she said she really didn't see that there was an end to it. She really saw that this was going to be the nature of her days now until the very end of her days. And after being in the room with me for an hour, uh, when we did a, a separate breakout session, 
where we had, I think I had 15 or 16 people in the room with me. Yeah, you had um, almost half of the attendees. I should have put you in a bigger room. That room was <laughs> <laughs> It was unreal, wasn't it? Oh, it was amazing. There was floods of tears coming out from that room. You did something in there. You like you did some kind of magic because <laughs> people came out and there was, I think you might have gone through six or seven boxes of Kleenex tissues. Oh, wow. And like heaps. There was heaps. And there was calls for more. Because the supply was low, oh, you're but such an <laughs> <laughs> and when we opened the, the door, supply of Kleenex had run out. Is that what you want to say? Was... Them? No, no, just the Calorama. You don't need to take it that far, Marcus. But just the <laughs> Calorama supply of Kleenex tissues had run out. Um, the carpet had soaked up much of the tears, but oh it was still leaking from underneath the door seal because that wasn't waterproof. And then people swam out in a in a puddle of tears because. Oh my God. You created so much change for all these people. How do you do it? How do you do it? Like I, I've seen people go through breakthroughs, but I don't. I, I haven't yet mastered the art of getting into people's psyche and actually helping to, you know, can open their brain and just sort out some stuff. But you've just got this amazing ability to do that. Is that an innate thing? Is that maybe, did you get that when you grew up on the planet Pluton or Kryptonite or where, where which other you know, planet you came from? Is that, how did, how did you get that gift? I think Kryptonite's a good place. Let's go with that. <laughs> Krypton, is it? It's Krypton. Krypton, Krypton. Krypton, Krypton yeah. Krypton, yes, That's what weakens me, isn't it? That's well, not- Kryptonite actually weakened everybody else and allows them to become vulnerable enough that you can then go and just rip out whatever's challenging them and help them get through a breakthrough. Because you, you've got them to go from a place of... You know, they were certain that something's going to change, but there was a lot of uncertainty around how they're going to do it to a place where they had 100% clarity. And uh, and it was a really amazing thing to watch. Oh, isn't that beautiful? Well, you know, I think the the real thing for people and, and also for me is when we actually see ourselves and who we really are as opposed to the story that we've given to our lives and made the story be who we are, then we see that there's a story and then there's me. And the two are very separate. And I'm the one who created the story. So if the, if there's an I created the story, just in that statement, in, it, it, it's indicative of the fact that I is separate to the story. So when we can actually get people to see that they as a human being is separate to the story, then they get a bit of a glimpse as to, hang on a minute, I've been living like I am the story and I am the pain and I am the suffering and I have no say and I have no control and it's everybody else's fault or this person did that to me, which is why I'm like this. So when people start to actually see that, you know, in, in our language, we're giving it away all the time. Like when I say, I'm like this because they did that. Mm. All of a sudden, even in my language, I've, al- I've already separated what occurred and the I. So when people, you know, without going too far down the rabbit hole, but when people actually see, you know, the truth, when people actually see the, the, sorry, I just lost you there. Forgive me. I pushed the wrong button. <laughs> you're back, you're back. Um, but when people actually see that the story that they're running is just a story and they can buy into it for as long as they want to, or they can create something different. Um, and of course there's a little bit more involved in that, but I think there's a lot of freedom that can come from that, recognizing that, you know, we, something different for ourselves. If we created the experience that we're currently in, that's evidence that we are the creators. So if we are the creators, then why not create something in service of ourselves if we're going to be creating anyway? 
And if we're going to be thinking, which, you know, just is a natural part of being human, um, why not think in favour of things that serve us rather than thinking in favour of, of things that don't serve us? And I think that's the biggest unhook for people because we don't realise that our brain is thinking us. That's nice. That's nice. It's very... Yeah. very um, Neo, what is it? Uh, um, uh, mm, mm. What's what's that movie called? The Matrix. The Matrix. Matrix. It's very Matrixy, isn't it? Because you kind of it's, you can reprogram yourself, is what you're saying. It is. It's red pill or blue pill. Mm. How far down the rabbit hole do you want to go? Yes, well, that's what you guys were talking about. I heard you guys talk about red and blue pills the other day, and I wasn't quite yeah. sure. Like I knew that there's a blue pill that Lawrence might take frequently, but I'll just you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Not putting that out there. That's the, can we delete that? <laughs> oh, Damo, gosh, you come up with some crazy stuff. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> He's going to crack up laughing when he hears. Oh, <laughs> I'm in so much trouble. All right, let me bring this back. Let me bring this back since Damo's cracked himself up. Karen, how much resistance did you meet over the course of the weekend with this type of work? Because, you know, generally my own observations of just human behavior, before a change, there's always resistance. Um, how did you go with that? How do you push through it? How do you help others work through that? Um, and how did it come to pass? Well, I think the one thing about the people who were at the program is that they were looking for change. They mm. knew that their life wasn't perfect in every area and they were ready. And I think that's the number one step for everybody. You know, we can take little steps towards our change or our transformation. And when we're ready, we'll take the big dive in. It's kind of like, you know, taking, going on a diet. You know, you, you, it's hard to cut out chocolate cold turkey. But if you just go from one block a day to one block a week, and then you go to half a block a week, and then you go to a quarter block a week, it's a little bit of an easier ride. So I think the people who were there had already taken steps in their own, um, breakthroughs or their, or their own readiness for a bigger breakthrough. So it was much easier. And as far as the resistance is concerned, I maybe got maybe 10 seconds of resistance from one or two people. But um, I think that when, you know, uh, I, I think it comes down to experience, really. I think it comes down to experience. I've been doing this work for a very, very, very long time with, uh, with tens of thousands of people. And one thing I've learned as a result of that is that underneath all of the problems, it's the same problem. So underneath all of the stories, underneath all of the drama that people have in their lives, underneath all of that, it's very similar. All of us are carrying the same problem of I don't fit, I'm not good enough, I won't measure up, and I'm not safe, and I'm vulnerable. So that's really what sits underneath the story for everybody. And then from there, everybody goes down their path of their life trying to protect themselves, not get hurt. If they've been hurt once, bitten twice shy, you know, all of that. Mm. And so we just stack on the layers over and over and over again. And for some people, there's 60 years worth of layers, which, you know, we, we had that. We had that at the, at the breakthrough. Do you reckon, um, no, Karen, that actually holds people back from progressing? So they've got this, uh, this nervousness to move forward because they've been once bitten, now twice shy. Right. Um, that now they make more conservative decisions. They're less likely to trust the intuition and go with what's more logical or maybe take the safer route and maybe then experience less uh, with life. Maybe they, they jump off the deep end before they need to. Welcome to the story of life. Hmm. Welcome to the human race. Every single person is holding themselves back because of their past. Hmm. It's as if, and I said this to the guys in the room, you know, it's as if you have no future 
because all that there is is a replication of the past because we're just constantly revisiting the past to use it as a litmus test as to how we deal with what's in front of us now. And the past has nothing more for us. It's done its job. And that's why I came up with the analogy. Just imagine you've just fallen out the sky right this second. You've got absolutely no past, no future. You've just fallen out the sky right then and you're butt naked. And I also also added in and you're wetting your pants with excitement because you're about to land. So just like imagine that that's what it's like in every given moment, which then allows you to be present to what's there in the moment without referring to a past that's already done its job. And there's nothing to learn from the past because whatever you learned from the past, you utilized in the past. But the given moment, the present moment that you've just fallen out of the sky to experience, that's where the learning is. And it's something you didn't know before and you miss it if you're so busy worrying about the past or freaked out about the future and being and unholding yourself back. And I think that's the biggest problem that I see amongst humanity is that we're lost and we're trapped in the past and we're trapped in the future. And, you know, we're trying to draw on resources that just do not exist to that, create a better life today. And that, um, I suppose, um, visual or that analogy really did make it, so clear for a lot of people. I know even since the breakthrough, attendees have been posting in the Wellness Couch Club <laughs> Facebook page the, the shifts they've made and they've even been teaching their kids that analogy. You know, and do you know, they're getting, the way, yeah, do you know they're getting you know they're getting T shirts printed? Yeah, I saw that in oh, I love it. What are they what T shirts are they getting printed? I just, I just dropped out of the sky butt naked. Oh. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Um <laughs> Karen, there'd be, there's so much more we could talk about on the breakthrough, but I also want to mention uh, Karen's couch. You're now Karen's. Well, there's now two couches. We've got Karen's couch on the wellness couch. So if you can yes. visualize, you can visualize Karen sitting on a couch on top of our beautiful green wellness couch. Um, <laughs> tell us about Karen's couch because I love this podcast because you cover so much, Karen. Like I see you as the mindset master, but you also and you go into a lot of rabbit hole material. You've got Brandon uh, Bays on there. You've got Byron Katie. You've got a lot of other um, experts um, and yourself, obviously, on mindset mastery. But there's also, I mean, you've got Alan Peace on why men want sex and women need love. You've got breast augmentation on there. You've got healthy pregnancies. You've got, you know, um, body image, um, you know, issues as well. Like, how did it all come about? And I just, I love the range. How do you go covering such a big range of topics? Well, it's actually the funnest thing, you know, like in everything that I'm doing, Karen's Couch to me is the most fun. I sit around and we I... We won't tell Kim and Cindy that. Yeah, shh, give that a Oh, well, no, I mean, including, <laughs> including that, including, uh, well, they're and, part of it too. Yeah, they're yeah. part of it too. The and and, yeah. and when you do come to a breakthrough event and the summit, you do oh, enjoy that too, That's actually you? the most fun too. Okay, yeah. all right, good. Yeah. Just, well, just because, every, sure. because every minute I'm just falling out the sky, you see, so every right. minute's but naked and the most fun thing I'm doing. Right, that's why <laughs> we love it. Lovely, that's why we lovely. love it. Nice recovery there. Yeah, well, well done. Well done. <laughs> but for me, I started Karen's Couch last year because I really wanted to be able to communicate with tens of thousands of people at once. So I speak and I can speak for two to 5,000 people generally and I think 10,000, 8,000 has been my most. But I really wanted to go beyond that. I really wanted in the hundreds of thousands and the billions and millions and trillions And I thought the best way that I could do that would be to have my online program. So I started the couch and um, I just thought about what interested me. 
So that's when I started getting people on board to talk about the things that interest me. And still to this day, it's the things that interest me. And obviously now they interest our audience as well because, you know, we all kind of are interested in the same sorts of things. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely loving it. And, and, you know, especially in the last sort of, um, couple of, well, the last handful of episodes, I think that the couch has gone to a whole other level. And since we've come on board with you guys, I think it's gone to a whole new level because, um, you know, the, the, the people that we're interviewing and the nature of the show and what's going to come up this year with Karen's couch, I think it's really allowed it to expand. And it's, it's just, it's so much fun and covering that much variety means there's something for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. There is so much there. So, folks, to get more of Karen's Couch, simply go to thewellnesscouch.com. You will see Karen's Couch there at the top of the page. There is ab- there's 44 episodes in the bank right now. So, if you like to binge, if you like to binge on your podcast, which is <laughs> what a lot of people love to do, they they send you messages going, "I've just binge listened to all of your episodes." You got 44 to choose. <laughs> Makes your brain from. fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the best possible way. Go to thewellnesscouch.com and check out Karen's Couch. Tell you what, this has been a laugh a minute. <laughs> We've gone down the rabbit hole and absolutely uh, laughed all the way down there. So, Karen, thank you so much for joining us on 100 Not Out and all the best with Karen's Couch and up for a chat. We won't tell the girls that they're silver medalists there, but well done on Bryce all mates, you like. Bridesmates. Yeah, bridesmates. Oh, no, no, Second best. It's all right. We won't tell them about this interview. We'll make sure I sweep it under the carpet. <laughs> middle, <laughs> middle child. <laughs> oh, stop. All right, folks. Oh, <laughs> uh, we'd, we'd love to hear your feedback. There are so many ways that you can do it. The best way is to go to the website, thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 not out. Also, if you've liked this episode, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and check out thewellnesscouch.com where you can view all 11 podcasts available on the couch, including Karen's Couch. So until next week, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.